through various means of the healing that I've done, there have been points in time where I was very emotional and sad for my little younger self, my sweet, sweet younger self who really wanted to be seen. She really wanted to be loved. She wanted everyone to have peace. She wanted overall, what I wanted was the healing for my mom. And that is something that I've been really working on, you know, this past year or so is to let go of my expectation of healing for others and focus more on the healing for myself. Because again, that expectation is essentially a control mechanism that my brain has rewired and changed in a different way where it seems like it's out of compassion and love, which it is in a way, but it's also in a way that I'm trying to control other people by focusing so much on their healing. So you really have to decide, you know, within this um, letting go and within the evaluation of their past and the way that they grew up, you know, how you're going to show up in that relationship. So letting go, finding compassion for their path, and then you can eventually, you know, decide how you want to show up in this relationship that you have together. And this is something that I've had to do um, and something that's been really helpful for me after releasing all the expectations um, is to show up, uh, decide how I'm going to show up in our relationship. And I've always said this, and I never really understood what I was doing until I got older and understood the actual implications and context around it. But I used to say, when people would talk about their relationship, I was like, I have to treat um, my mom like she's a stranger. I treat her like she's a stranger and it's been worlds, it's been so helpful for me. I treat her like she's a stranger. And it seems cold and it seems odd, but by, in my head, contextualizing her as essentially a stranger, I could show up in our relationship as the version of myself that exists here today and not as the version of myself that is the wounded traumatic child that exists or existed previously. And it really allowed me to work on my boundaries. It allowed me to respect her more and have more compassion because Krista Williams right here, here you are today, is someone that's done a lot of work, someone that's done a lot of um, therapy, someone that's done a lot of self-reflection. My life is literally self reflection and um, a personal development work. And so taking all that knowledge and information into the relationship with my mom is one of the hardest things to do. You know, Ram Das always says, if you think you're enlightened, go spend a week with your family, which is the greatest quote of all time, because you could have all these tools, all these principles, all these things that you practice and live by, and then you spend a week with your family and all things seem to go out the window. So for me, it was um, I was much more able to bring all these tools and principles back to my relationship with my mom and practice them with her, you know, together um, when I was treating her like someone that wasn't my mom, when I could look at her not as the person that had wounded me or hurt me or, you know, that I had probably hurt as well, but really as this like new person as someone that was her own being, someone that was her own woman, someone that was someone that had gone through lots of trauma and hard times in her life outside of me. And I could respect her so much more for that. So when I showed up to, when I showed up for holidays, when I got on the phone, um, if it was my mom in quotes, you know, and it was the younger version of me, the, the unhealed girl in me, it'd be like, oh, hey, Okay, yeah, it would be like the attitude, it would be the shortness, it would be the expectations of um, 
expectations of not being met. It would be, you know, this kind of like belief that everything was just going to be bad anyways and that I would never feel seen or never feel heard. And so by going into it, by actually treating her like a stranger, I could say like, genuinely like how are you how's everything going and she could respond to me much more openly and um you know in a more friendly way and I could digest that information with the understanding that she is her own person now than she was when she was raising me so that also speaks to boundaries so when I'm treating someone in quotes like a stranger that's close to me it's also meaning much more so that I have better boundaries than I did being a codependent child with a you know in the relationship or situation that I was in so I had to do a deep review of my boundaries when I was you know sort of coming to the understanding of this relationship I previously felt like I had to um be a certain person for her I felt like I had to um I was responsible for her healing when she was you know going through hard times I felt like it was completely my fault that I had to change for her to feel better that I could make her happy that it was something that I could take on the responsibility of doing so I really had to review the set of boundaries I had with her at that time so for me, it felt liberating, it felt freeing, it felt completely like something that I should have done a lot earlier, but I can imagine that for some of us, when we have a more enmeshed relationship with your mom, that it can feel um, difficult, that the boundaries can feel hard to make, that the boundaries can feel like the mother will push against them. And I have a really close friend here that lives in L.A., And this year she's done a lot of work in therapy and she recently had to create more strict boundaries with her mother because her mother had her when she was very young. So this has been hard for her because they were almost friends and so it's been challenging to sort of establish boundaries with someone that you see as a friend. For me, I found the boundaries to be liberating and I felt them um, to be freeing. So the experience of creating and setting boundaries can be different for you than it is the other person, but it really has to be the focus on your experience with the boundaries and the boundaries being something that is helpful for you and knowing that when you create a boundary that is helpful for you, it is also in turn helpful for them. I also learned to say no. Um, I learned to say no when I previously would have said yes. So I used to say yes to hmm, multiple things. But what I would say yes to mostly that I can think about would be really going home for Christmas. I would go home every year and I would be miserable. And it would be a really challenging, odd time. There's something interesting that that happens uh, for me around the holidays because it's been, you know, traumatic in the past. So I kind of get into this mode And um, something else I used to feel really really guilty and shameful about that everyone was having these beautiful, loving experiences around the holidays and I felt really sad that I wasn't. But I've created the boundary where I no longer go home for the holidays. So I do spend time with my family outside of it, but the holidays are not something that are going to happen for me. I'm not going to um, go home for the holidays. So I learned to say no when I previously would have said yes and regretted it. And, you know, as the beautiful Brene Brown says, you have to ask yourself, what's okay with me and what's now okay with me? So what's okay with me in high school, what's okay with me in college is very different than what's okay with me right now and the boundaries that I have now and, you know, the um, ways in which that I navigate our relationship now. And you always have to remember that 
you are allowed to set boundaries and you are allowed to express your needs. You are allowed to set boundaries and you are allowed to express your needs. And the boundaries came easy for me, but the expression of my needs did not. And that is something that I've much more so learned as I got older to be very vocal about the expression of my needs. You are as important as your mother. You are as important as your mother. So your, your opinion and your feeling good does not have to be another martyr situation where we're going from mother being the martyr to you being the martyr. And you're able to really express what you need in that relationship and the boundaries that you have to have. We are all equal. Mother is equal. The daughter is equal. So you're allowed to express what you feel. Another thing that's, you know, if I'm if I'm numbering these, letting go of the idea of your mother changing and then I'm doing two boundaries. A third one that's been really helpful in the healing of this relationship, you know, the mother wound is sisterhood. So leaning into sisterhood has been incredibly healing. My beautiful mother friends and my beautiful friends who are not mothers now has been incredibly profoundly transformational. I realized how much I did not trust women until I was able and in relationships with women where I felt like I could actually truthfully work on that wound and work on and talk to and speak with that distrust because I was finally able to be in community with women with women that saw me, that loved me, that respected me, that were there for me. And I allowed that experience of beautiful female friendships to heal so much of that feminine, that divine feminine wound that I held. I mean, even thinking about, you know, my relationship with Lindsay, our beautiful relationship, and how the past years together has been incredibly healing for me in so many ways, but in one of the ways being healing that trust with women. I've had so many deep, beautiful female friendships. I mean, I have incredible friends, but there was a part of me that wasn't always being vulnerable, that always felt like I had to show up with the answers. I had to be perfect. I had to, um, I couldn't just like let my guard down. I couldn't be vulnerable. We could never fight. And I felt like everyone would either abandon me or they would, um, you know, betray me or all of these other issues related to trust. So through, you know, the evolution of Lindsay and I, we've had this like deep, intimate soul connection that has really allowed me to trust women again to be like oh when times get hard you're not going to take love away from me when times get hard you're going to love me just as it was before and you're going to seek to always see the good in me and you're going to seek to always be there for me and you're actually going to hear me and all of these other beautiful things that female relationships really do to heal us Women are seers. We are the healers of the world. And in sisterhood, we can truly heal. Thank you so much for tuning in to Morning Microdose by Almost 30. We hope you enjoyed waking up. As always, we encourage you to take what resonates and leave the rest. If you enjoyed this trip, tune into the full episode on the Almost 30 podcast. 
All episode information can be found in the show notes. Make sure to subscribe. And if this becomes a part of your morning routine, be sure to share it with a friend. We have new inspiring doses Monday through Friday. Follow us on Instagram at Morning Microdose and follow Almost 30 at Almost 30 Podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in the vortex.